Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Remember when it was impossible to misplace the TV remote? The price is right. Because you were the TV remote? Fantasy for you. Remember when music sounded like this? Remember when social media was truly social? Hey, John, how's it going today? Good, man. Well, this show is all about you. Only the good die This is 50 Plus with Doug Pike. Helpful information on your finances, good health, and what to do for fun. Fifty Plus, brought to you by the UT Health Houston Institute on Aging. Informed decisions for a healthier, happier life. And by Texas Indoor Air Quality Specialists, because clean air is healthier air. And now, 50 Plus with Doug Pike. All right, welcome to 50 Plus this Friday afternoon. Do appreciate you sharing a little bit of your lunch hour with me, if it's your lunch hour or whatever else you're doing in this hour. Uh, some things better left unshared, I guess. Maybe it, never mind. I don't even want to go down that road. Cloudy and dry again around here, which is not bad, really. Going to be nice through the weekend and then a chance of rain Monday and Tuesday, but but no weird temperature extremes. And a huge chunk of northeast Texas still on fire. Looking at a map right now on, on Channel 2, uh, Evan had the TV on in here, and you can actually see on this satellite map a chunk of ground uh, where the fires are where it it's scarred it's burned it looks that's well that's exactly what it looks like really is a scar unfortunately and it's it's just horrific actually several fires but that biggest one the smokehouse creek blaze claimed a second life i believe yesterday or maybe early this morning and now has burned well in excess of a million point two or three acres Jumped east to burn a sizable chunk of Oklahoma as well now. It's become the largest wildfire in Texas history. And, well, we just saw an update. Evan and I both heard that it was still only 3% contained earlier. Now it says 5%. That, I guess, is the good news. The bad news is that the forecast doesn't really favor any additional containment for at least several more days. Wind's pretty light today, so maybe that's where they got that they picked up 2% of of putting it out. But when you're only at 95, well, 95% or 97% still burning, really makes no difference. We've got a long ways to go to see this one finally fizzle out. If you're a prayerful person, honestly, I would hope that maybe uh, you would pray for everybody from around the country who's come to help extinguish this fire, first and foremost, and for also for anyone whose home or any other possession of theirs is in its path, because it's nowhere near shutting down yet, unfortunately. If you want more perspective than Evan and I gave yesterday with news that this fire has already burned an area larger than about one and a half Rhode Islands, USA Today had a pretty interesting story on the fires. There's also a map. 
and I found this extremely interesting. There is a map at that story attached to the story online that shows all of the fires that are burning at present all around the country. Well, actually, it just it snapshots Texas, uh, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, that kind of an area, the South, basically. And what really caught my attention is how many fires, wildfires, are actually burning Oh, in eastern Louisiana, southern Mississippi, and Alabama. They weren't nearly as big as the Smokehouse Creek fire, but they're wildfires nonetheless, and that's, that's got to get your attention. I don't, I don't know why that area is burning so brightly or in, and horribly, but if those fires actually connect to each other somehow, that's, that's going to be a problem in that region. Oh, mercy. Oil up more than two bucks this morning, flying north of 80 and chasing 81 before I lost the courage to look again. I need to know how much time we have. That's what, That's why I'm looking at you. <laughs> that, no way. Are you kidding me? Well, that's good. Then I can keep on going. This is great. I looked at stories from Forbes and Wall Street Journal and a couple of other sources, by the way, and none of their explanations. The explanations were valid in this world in, the, in which we live today, but not a one of them would have been necessary even if our president hadn't opted away from energy independence in his first week behind the desk more than three years ago now. Between Bidenflation and Bidenomics and a string of by decisions, bad Biden decisions, this country's been just, it's been gutted like a fish by people who, who just can't wait to throw us to the wolves. And that's what's happening, really. I was, I'm going to skip over this piece I have on electricity here since I have a little bit of time and go back to kind of what's going along or around, going on around here with, the, especially on the border. We've got uh, the, We've got people from enemy nations coming in here every day. But my my greater concern of late, and it may be, it's kind of too late to try to count everybody who's gotten in here from every other country that hates us. Iran, or yeah, Iran comes to mind. China. Uh, there, are a, there are a dozen or so countries that we really have problems with, and and they have problems with us. And we're just letting their young men into our country, people who, who want nothing more than for our country to fail and for us to die, quite frankly. And it's just driving me nuts that we're not doing anything about it. Once you've let in millions of people, really, this whole visit to the border by President Biden yesterday, it, the, the Border Patrol's union, the border, National Border Patrol Council, actually issued a, a stern recommendation to him yesterday via X, which, which read, and I quote, Attention, President Biden, keep our name out of your mouth today, end quote. His trip to that border was a photo op and nothing else. And you'll see photos a lot between now and November. They'll, they'll be out there. Don't you worry. Look at what he did. He went down there to see what was wrong and see what he could do to fix it. After those mean old Republicans tied his hands. No, nobody tied his hands at all. He tied the Border Patrol's hands and left them tied for more than three years now. And now we got eight or ten million people we don't know much about, except that they're 
they're, I don't know, murdering, raping, assaulting, robbing people by these just these fake asylum seekers. The countries in which lots of these people lived couldn't get them to the border quick enough, to our border. I'm especially curious about these Chinese men, too. Tens of thousands of them in all. Got, somehow they managed as young men in a, China, in a country that's tightly restricted to find ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 to get the cartels and their, their coyotes to bring them in. How about that? We'll talk more about that later and a lot of other things as well as we move forward. On the way out, I'll tell you about UT Health Institute on Aging. Still a fantastic opportunity for any senior in this audience to get seen by health care providers who are specifically and specially trained above and beyond the credentials hanging on their walls in senior medicine. They know us better than we are, way better than we know ourselves. And I've been fortunate enough to talk to enough of the people within that community, that collaborative, hundreds of them in this area, to confidently say that every one of them can help you better quite potentially than some of the doctors you have right now. Go to the website, look around, take your time. They're not going anywhere. They've been around for eight or nine, maybe 10 years now. And they're going to keep doing what they do because they do it very well. And people love having that special attention. Many of them in the med center, also lots of them in the outlying areas around Houston, Pearland, Kingwood, Sugarland. Tomball, the Woodlands, all of these places where there are big hospitals built up now, there's almost always going to be somebody from UT Health Institute on Aging counted among those providers. UTH.edu slash aging. That's the website. UTH.edu slash aging. Old guys rule. And of course, women never get old. If you want to avoid sleeping on the couch. Okay, well. I think that sounds like a good plan. 50 Plus continues. Here's more with Doug. Welcome back. 50 Plus this Friday afternoon. I hope you have plans for the weekend because the weekend's going to be really, really nice. During the break, I got a text from Brad Schweiss over at Houston Gold Exchange who let me know that gold, if you bought it last week, you've made $100 or so an ounce in just this week. The gold price today, he showed it to me, $2,083 an ounce. I had kind of jokingly told him earlier I might might be a good time for me to grab that handful of stuff that I have, just little trinkets and whatnot from my offshore fishing days and oil field days and whatever and haul it over there and let him tell me what it's worth. I'll probably get a couple of bucks. I could probably get a nice fishing reel for what I have in that gold at least and maybe a little bit more. I don't know. I'll have to get it over there and find out. If you need to know something about gold and watches and all that, go to Houston Gold Exchange. Brad's a great guy. Go over to the store, Westheimer at Dairy Ashford, and um, tell him I said hello anyway. An interesting story I saw about increasing electricity demand in Texas and whether or not we should hitch our wagon to other states' grids. That's an option we have. In case you don't know, Texas runs its electricity as a statewide 
the statewide utility. We we don't we don't borrow from other states and we don't give to other states any of our electricity. But after what happened a couple of winters ago when we well we collectively most of us anyway got left in the dark in a in the with temperatures in the teens or lower up through the northern parts of Texas, you have to remember that where we are, where we are, it got into the teens for a couple of days. And north of us, there were a lot of people also in the dark in single-digit temperatures. How we all survived, I don't know. Well, actually, not all of us did. There were quite a few deaths actually attributed to that storm system, that cold, cold, cold weather. And it, I tell you what, the, the temperature in my house, the temperature in my house got probably, I'm guessing, and, and I've been outside enough to know what these temperatures feel like, probably in the high 30s, somewhere in there, which when you think about it, if we hadn't had a gas fireplace and if we hadn't been able to burn that flame the whole time that fire was or that freeze was going on, we could have been in bad shape. Now, here's the deal. We are doing much better than we were then. We have fixed whatever was broken then and already gotten through a couple of couple of rough patches. This past summer was no picnic, 100-and-something degrees for 100-and-something straight days. That wasn't easy for our electrical grid to handle. And there was a recent, uh, what was it, a few weeks ago, maybe a month and a half ago, I don't know, a pretty significant freeze came rolling through here, and and we all got through it pretty well. There are there are the usual uh, outlier breakdowns in the grid where something some small percentage of homes goes without electricity for a while, which is bad enough. Nobody wants to be out in the cold and in the dark, but it wasn't the the just the broad, widespread, catastrophic outage we had a couple of years ago. But here's the deal. More and more people moving here, more and more people drawing on that grid, more homes being built, more businesses going up, more buildings going up, every one of them riding on electricity. Got to have heat, got to have coal for anybody who uses that building, whether it's a home or an office building like we're in or a stadium. Everybody wants to keep the lights on. And the more pressure we put on what we have now, the worse it'll be if it ever fails again. I honestly am not factoring in any sudden rush to electric cars in my concerns over the grid because I don't see that rush happening ever. So many companies that were all that were just all in. Uh, yeah, we're we're going to back the president on his his move to make this whole country run on electric cars and buses and tractors and all that stuff, one by one, they're realizing that that doesn't work. It's not feasible. It's not sustainable. And the more time we waste on electric vehicles and waste on trying to do that, the less time we invest in hydrogen as an alternative in who knows what else could be out there. But electricity's not it. The batteries are unreliable still. The batteries cause the digging of these huge gaping holes in the earth to mine little tiny pieces of, of rare minerals and, and metals and whatnot. And it's just, it's a, it's a fool's errand being perpetrated and, and pushed on us by someone who's not 
He's already made his money. Let's just leave it that way. He's not worried about anything. He's not worried about the border. He's not worried about electric cars. He doesn't care because he'll never have to deal with any of that, and nor will anybody in his family, as a matter of fact. All of them apparently doing pretty well. In Pennsylvania, conservatives have taken to social media in defense of an Amish farmer who sells milk from his dairy cows, which a lot of them do, to a private group of buyers. And that exempts them and him from federal regulation. In January, though, his farm was raided by state officers based on the allegation that his products were connected to an E. coli outbreak. Well, not an outbreak, but a couple of cases anyway, in two other states. In one case, an elderly woman reportedly died from drinking raw milk product, but the the 90-year-old person's caretaker testified under oath that she had never even come near drinking any of that stuff, that they accused him of somehow providing to her across state lines. Just uh, There's just no way it's, that he was to blame, his, his side says. And, oh, by the way, that 90-year-old woman had an advanced cancer. Maybe that contributed to her death. Government rates are scary. They really are. Ask anybody who's ever gotten that knock on the door at 3 o'clock in the morning. And maybe I'm too trusting of people, too. But I think that if they just if they'd send him a letter or, or sent somebody out to his farm, one or two guys to look around, he'd have been OK with them going anywhere in there to check out his farm and make sure he was playing by the rules and make sure his stuff was clean enough and nobody was going to get any kind of an infection from that. But nothing, nothing beats a big show when you got a big. You got a big army. You got to fight big battles, and I think in some cases, uh, they they haul out all that hardware as a show of force, and I, I don't think it I don't think it works to the to the notion of trusting government. I really don't. How much time do I have, Evan? You have about two, uh, three minutes. Three minutes. Why is the clock moving so slowly today? There's, there, and it's not like I'm out of stuff. I've got plenty more to talk about. Uh, where do you want to go, at, at a, or Evan, to Illinois, to San Diego, or to New York? Let's go to San Diego. Let's go. San Diego is pretty much ready, based on the stories I've read in the last two or three days, to let the country, the whole country, by the way, just go to hell rather than give up its allegiance to open borders and free money for everybody and you do your thing and I'll do mine and we won't bother anybody else. It's just a, a load of hooey is what it is. And what they're doing now that they've got all these people coming into their state, people who are not trying to get through Texas anymore because we put up enough wire finally, enough fencing finally to keep them out of here. They're all coming in through San Diego now, or through California anyway, mostly San Diego. That's kind of the first point of entry. And San Diego said, sure, we, we intend to stay a sanctuary city, a sanctuary state. We want, we'll just, everybody come on in. But what's going on as these, it, it was only dozens a day. It, well, actually, a couple of years ago, it was only a few of them a day showed up at San Diego. Then it was a couple of dozen, and now, fast forward, it's more than a thousand a day, which is a drop in the bucket, actually, relative to what 
Texas has absorbed in the past three years. But that thousand and change illegal immigrants, it turns out, aren't even being welcomed by the big old sanctuary city of San Diego. What they're doing, because they have, they already have, California has the highest homeless population in the country. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And it's it's... It's bled into every major city in that state, and it's just getting worse. And so what they're doing with the illegals, they bring them in. They, I'm sure they give them a phone and a couple of debit cards and ask them what they want to do. And then they very quietly bust them to the airport for boarding of flights to, I guess, it's, I guess the rule is still you get to go wherever you want to go on the next plane out of where they don't want you because that's what's happening. They don't want them in California, so they're welcoming them in as a sanctuary state and then shipping them off to somebody else to take care of them. How could anybody be surprised? Let me tell you now about clean air and how important that is to you. I have clean air. Mm, I'm trying to think exactly where it'd be cleanest. I'm not really sure. After 30, 30, 31 years of running air conditioning systems in my house, I got a hunch that ductwork isn't as clean as I want to believe it is, and I'm going to have Texas Indoor Air Quality Specialists come out and clean it up and fix me up. What they do, and it's all they do, that, that you don't hear carpet, you don't hear tile, you don't hear construction remodel, bathroom remodels. No, they don't do any of that. A lot of companies that do those things also will clean your ductwork, they'll tell you. But really, do you want to trust the most, the single most important appliance in any southeast Texas home is that air conditioner, okay? And you don't want anybody but a, a, a trained expert working on that system because it's got to work for you. They come in, they start at the unit itself and clean the coils. Then they clean the plenum, which is that big giant thing coming off of there that where the air starts out. And then they go to every duct in your house, every vent, and clean backward to the unit so that once they're done with this patented truck-mounted system, your ductwork is crystal clear, and you're going to breathe cleaner air for many, many years to come. Don't rely on anybody else. Texas Indoor Air Quality Specialists. Cleaner air is healthier air, and there's no way around that. It's all they've done for the past 22 years. They're darn good at what they do. TexasIAQ.net is the website. 281-464-3828. 281-464-3828. You will be glad you made that phone call when you do or glad you go to the website when you do. TexasIAQ.net. Observing the human voice. The voters vote them in because they're stupid voters. Even the morons. I would totally vote for Biden again. The human voice in its natural environment. Thanks for taking my call. KPRC 950. Real Texas. Real talk. 
Kirk Holmes has been building custom homes around Houston and all throughout the country. The, not the country, the hill country now. Texas is, yeah, who would want to leave Texas and build your dream home somewhere else? That makes no sense. What they are doing now as, oh, let me just drop this in. 2024 Southern Living Builder of the Year, what they are doing in that capacity is just making all the more dreams come true for Texas homeowners who want to be the owners of their Texas dream home. Now, wherever you see that home, however you envision it being configured, which way you face it even to the morning or afternoon sun is all up to you. It is your custom home. The design team, the architectural team, all of the people at Kirk Homes who will work with you on the way to that dream home will be listening exclusively to you. They won't be trying to inject too much help. They'll they'll help you as much or as little as you want, but ultimately you are going to be handed the keys to a home that is entirely unique to you and your family. The only two things that are common in every home they build 20-year structural warranty, which is twice the standard, and 2x6 exterior walls for superior insulation. And Lord knows we need that around here sometimes. To get started on your dream home, go to KirkHomes.com. That's K-U-R-K. Because at Kirk Homes, it's all about you. This is 50 Plus with Doug Pike. Welcome back to 50 Plus. Thanks for listening at 12, what is it, 35 over there or not? 36? 30, what, do you, what do we have officially? 37. Where's the clock? Is there even a clock in this? No, there's I, not even a clock not in a this clock studio. Here, no. Come on. All right. Well, anyway, I just got off the phone with the guy who owns Texas Indoor Air Quality Specialist, and he assures me that he has, he has openings if you want to get those ducks of yours cleaned up. He's going to come out to my house. We were talking about that in the break and I'm going to set a time to get this done. And then once it's done, maybe I can convince you how, how impressed I am by what they do, how they do it. And the the best part about it really is that it, it's not something you're going to have to do every year or every two years, even once they get through. And some of these other companies will tell you, Oh yeah, well, we'll come out and do it for you every year, every six months. Well, if they do it right, if they did it right in the first place, they wouldn't have to be back for a long time. This is an investment in your health, for heaven's sakes. An investment in your health. And why you wouldn't want to make that, I don't know. I really don't. Call him right now. Call him, 281-464-3828. Say, hey, I want to talk to the guy who was just talking to Doug. 281-464-3828, and let him explain to you how he explained it to me the very first time and sold me instantly. This is this is something that I'm going to do for my health, for my, my wife's health, for my son's health, so that we can breathe some clean air and I can stop sneezing when I walk into the house. All right, back to the good stuff, the fun stuff, the weird stuff, the crazy stuff that's going on in this world right now. Where do I want to go? Uh, you want to go to Illinois, Evan? I'm going to keep letting you have some some sway in here. What was the other, Illinois? or Illinois or New York? Uh, 
Let's go to Illinois. Let's go. Get this. State lawmakers there have introduced a bill. Now just think about this. They just You're not a parent yet, but for anybody who is and still is and has young children, older children who are raising young children, whatever, just let this soak in, okay? This bill of theirs would redefine the term abused child to include minors whose parents refuse abortions or gender hormones for those kids. If you just tell your kid, no, no, I know you're I know you're struggling with your identity right now, but let's just wait a minute, okay? If you do that in Illinois, if this bill passes, you could face child abuse charges for not allowing your minor child to make a decision to take medications that will alter their bodies permanently. And that would be on you. It also, by the way, quite handily, because you know what would come next, it also includes an out from civil or criminal liability for health care professionals who might be challenged for not getting valid parental consent just so long as they relied in good faith on the representations made by the minor. So here's how it, in real life, here's how it could go down. 12-year-old girl tells a counselor at school she wants to be a boy. And, oh, by the way, my parents are just fine with that. So no need to bother with, don't, don't call them and ask them. They're fine with it. Just take my word for it. And so that counselor, in favor of this, of course, we got to take care of this kid who wants to change genders, gives, a, gives the phone number or contact information for a health care provider and finds a way to get that kid to the health care provider because, after all, her parents are okay with it because she said so. And all of them go through all of that and change that child's life forever. And nobody in this can be held accountable. Not for the meds, not for an operation, not for anything to do with that. They can't be held accountable for not actually checking with the parents first to see if that's what the parents wanted for their own child. This is such, such a governmental overreach at the state level, and I would imagine that even before the ink dries on that, it'll be headed to the Supreme Court, and there is absolutely no way that we should be even asked to think about giving up the right to make decisions on behalf of minor children. As parents, uh, we're the only ones who really care enough about those children to help them and guide them through that. My son ever comes to me with some really far-fetched idea, no matter what it might be, I'm just going to say, okay, let's talk about it. And I'm going to tell him how I feel about it. And I'm going to encourage him to do more research before he does anything about it. And then down the road somewhere, we'll talk again about it and see which way we want to go, the way that's going to be in his best long-term interest. But when you start letting minors make decisions that are life-altering so early in life, 
when they don't know diddly squat. And you, you have no idea. I think, was it you and me talking about this yesterday? Well, how at 23, you don't realize how little you knew when you were 16 and you thought yeah, you knew everything. Yeah, with voting, yeah. right. Yeah, and, and then just on and on you go. Every five years you live, you realize how dumb you were five years ago. And I, boy, was I dumb when I was 16. Let me tell you, I had no idea. <laughs> and we got away with so much stuff because there was no way to track us. Nobody knew where we were. What Nobody. kind of things are you admitting to here, Doug? It's not a statute. No, I've never done, I don't do illegal things. <laughs> but here, here's some of the stupid stuff that my parents didn't find out until long, long, long after. For example, I loved to surf when I was in high school, okay? And I would tell my mom and a couple of friends, and sometimes it would just be me or sometimes a friend and I would meet up if, if from the neighborhood, and we would tell our parents that somebody we knew was driving every all the surfers. We're all going to the beach. We're going surfing today. And truth is, nobody had a car. Nobody's older sister or brother was driving us most of the time. We would just grab a towel and a surfboard, a bar of wax, and maybe put five, six bucks in our pockets to buy a hamburger while we were down at the beach, and we hitchhiked to the beach. Well, that's commitment to surfing. Commitment though. to surfing, <laughs> commitment to what we wanted to do that we thought was in our best interest without any regard, that no, no idea that anything bad could happen. And knock on wood, every time we did that, we were able to run into somebody who would give us a ride home or at least up 59 up 288 to Highway 6 or wherever we were going, however we got there, we'd find a way to get home. But think of all the things that could go wrong. And now, of course, I've got a tracking device, and I've got an app that tells me exactly where my son is all the time. And that suits me just fine, frankly. Are we one behind? Oh, no, we're not. Never mind. I already took care of that. Now I get to tell everybody about Primo Doors. That's the good stuff for sure. My wife and I are going Monday. i got to make sure I make this appointment with Jason. I'm going to try and do it after golf. If I can't do it after golf, I'm just going to sacrifice my golf game so that my wife and I can go pick out this door. And I think Jason said he's got one picked out for us already that he thinks is going to do it. So we're going to go take a look at that and maybe two or three more selections. And then I'm going to turn to my wife because I'm a smart man, and I'm going to say, which one do you like best? And she's going to say, I don't know. What do you think? And I'm going to say, which one do you like best? And that's going to be our fine, beautiful new front door from Primo Doors. They're going to change out some of the, they'll change out the hardware and the locks, obviously. They're going to change out the threshold because it got dinged up when somebody delivered a, an appliance years ago, and my wife doesn't like that, so that's going out. If your front door doesn't, if you go and stand in front of your house and you can't look at your front door and go, wow, that looks awesome, then you've got the wrong door on your house because it should make you proud. Ours is not bad. It's it, Actually, Jason saw pictures of the front of our house when he was helping with the selections and said, well, that door, that door looks pretty good. But It's because we've taken care of it, but now we're just ready to see something new. We're ready to be something different. We've evolved since that door was built into the house that we bought so many, many years ago now. Wood doors, iron doors, fiberglass doors, thousands from which to choose. And like I said, if you go in there with a picture of the front of your house, one of his 
one of his employees over there can sit down with you and go through that selection process to whittle it down to just a few. They'll get to know you. They'll ask about what your likes are, what your dislikes, what your desires are, whether you need extra security or average security or whatever. And then they'll come up with the door that is just right for you and your family. It's a family-owned company. Jason's been in the door business for 20-something years. You don't want to buy your door from a box store. You don't want to buy your door from really from any place that sells much of anything else. Because otherwise, you don't really know for sure that the person who comes to install your door is their door installer. Might be a guy, might, the door installer might have been real busy that day, and they send the guy who usually does air conditioners or usually does refrigerators. No, go to Primo Doors. Showroom's right over here on North Post Oak. Or go to the website, primodoors.com. Start your search there for the door that will reflect well on you and your family to anybody who comes to your house. Primodoors.com. Primodoors.com. What's life without a nap? I suggest you go to bed and sleep it off. Just wait until the show's over, sleepy. Back to Doug Pike as 50 Plus continues. Three minutes, that's all that's left? That's all I got for you, Doug. So what you're telling me is that I may have spoken too long for some of my wonderful sponsors. Don't tell, don't even say that because I won't believe it and I won't. I won't pay attention if you say that. We'll say you gave a lot of love. I did. I did to people who deserve it, frankly. So I'll leave this, I think, for next Tuesday. I'll put T-U-E up here so I know what day I want to do it. And I will go to New York. A former staffer at the New York Times recalled in a recent story for another publication because he's no longer there. An exercise at the orientation of new hires for the Times, his new hire orientation. And they they had these new hires come up and, and pluck a, I don't know, a ping pong ball or something out of a jar. Already just two minutes? Good Lord. That's how time works, Doug. <clears throat> Flies, doesn't it? So anyway, he goes up there and he picks a little however. And the question he has, he is asked, just right off the top is, what's your favorite sandwich? And he thought of one quickly, but that sandwich costs about 20-something dollars. He thought, well, that'd sound kind of pompous a little bit if I, my favorite sandwich costs more than a lot of these guys are going to be making. So he said, I like a spicy chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. And the HR person who was leading that meeting jumped up and told him that they don't mention those words at the Times because... Well, you know, it's Chick-fil-A. And even goofier, this is just, this whole world just gone to hell in a handbasket. The other hires there, most of them snapped. I didn't know snapping the fingers was some indication that I'd done something wrong. Did you Have you ever heard of that? I only heard it like applause, like a substitution. No, oh no, applause. not anymore. Now it's the hip, and I saw, actually, I saw one doing it on camera. She was all upset about something, and she just going like that for I'd, be a little I'd, just, I'd have to laugh uh, they were snapping their fingers at him which i guess that's the audio version of flipping somebody off you know 
Are we down to the wire now? Are you going to give about, me a, an official countdown this I'll, time? I'll give you a countdown. We got about thirty seconds now. Thirty seconds? If I'd have known that, oh my god! About this is here's some investment advice. If you if you're really good, about half of the Fortune 500 companies in this country started during a recession or a depression. So keep your eyes open. There's value out there in something. I don't know what. Nothing adamant or nothing Evan and I are doing, I guess. All right, I'll see you tomorrow morning on Sports Talk 790 for my outdoor show, and I'll be back here Tuesday for more 50-plus. Thanks for listening. Adios. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.